Our lesson for today comes from John, chapter 9. As he walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with his saliva and spread the mud over the man's eyes, saying to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means scent. Then he went and washed and came back able to see. The neighbors who had seen him before as a beggar began to ask, Is this not the man who used to sit and beg? Some were saying, It is he. Others were saying, No, but it is someone like him. He kept saying, I am the man. But they kept asking him, Then how were your eyes opened, he answered. The man called Jesus made mud and spread it on my eyes and said to me, Go to Siloam and watch. Then I went and washed and received my sight. They said to him, Where is he? He said, I do not know. Here ends the reading. Just a little preamble to my sermon today. First of all, uh, some of you may know that I was out in Winter Park skiing over the past uh, week. I want to just say a special thank you to Pastor Joanna and to all the staff Uh, I can leave and go on these things and go ski in the mountains and uh, with uh, complete impunity. Most people don't even know I'm gone. So thank you to all the staff that lets me do that. Um, And then um, the little preamble from the sermon is that uh, on February 15th, 2017, when I was on this exact same trip uh, last year, and I do this with about 45 other pastors, uh, Allison Mitchum died uh, skiing while we were out there. The group asked if I, I wrote a little blog post about it and asked if I would share that blog post uh, while we were out on this uh, retreat, uh, and I did that, and my sermon today is going to use that as a little bit of a reflection. Um, and so I just wanted to give you that context before I just jump right in. The beginning of my blog post was a news release uh, that came across the wire in Colorado on February 16th, uh, and then my blog post was written just a few days later. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this day and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us today anew, and that we too might then live out that which we believe. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither. Neither this man nor his parents sinned. He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. The first question that anyone ever asks when I talk about Allison is, why wasn't she wearing a helmet? It's the first question that almost everyone asks. Whose fault is it that this young 17-year-old died? Who messed up? Who sinned? Allison or her parents? Neither, says Jesus, but instead it's an opportunity to show God's love. It will be a year anniversary of this event coming up on February 15th. All of us pastors who were there on the mountain last year gathered together that night as it happened. And we gathered together again this year, this past Wednesday, on the run where Allison died named forget-me-not. We paused in the middle of the snow-covered pine trees in seven inches 
of new snow. Grand County authorities have identified the 17-year-old Texas girl who died Wednesday after skiing into a tree on an intermediate trail at Winter Park Resort. Allison Mitchell from Comsneil, Texas, was pronounced dead at Denver East Grand ER after efforts to revive her failed. According to coroner Brenda Bach, Bach said an autopsy on Allison, who lived in a small town outside of Houston, near the Texas-Louisiana border, will be completed Thursday. According to Bach, Allison was not wearing a helmet. The chairlift stopped suddenly. A few moments from the exit off the chair, we heard the voice on the radio. Stop! All lifts immediately until further notice. We hung there in suspension. The ski patrol rocketed off Parsons Peak. Allison was not far away. Unfortunately, she was already too far away. We hung in the chairlift balance for a half hour while the doctor who was serving as a ski patrol that day furiously tried to save the life of a young woman from Texas. You can't help but feel small when your skis and boots are hanging down of the summit chair that's 12,000 feet above sea level. As you look down the valley from the summit of Parsons Bowl at Winter Park, it is as beautiful a view as you could possibly imagine. White, snow-capped mountains, green pine trees, the rocky soil of the appropriately named mountain range. It is awesome in that you can't help but feel a sense of awe and wonder. It's also dangerous. God has made a world of great beauty that is also filled with great pain. It is at once breathtaking and altogether breathtakingly painful There is no satisfying answer for the death of a 17-year-old on a family vacation as she's skiing with her uncle. A bunch of pastors gathered that night. We sat in silence for a few moments as we prayed for her family. Strangers praying for a family that now surely felt like strangers in their own skin. We are simple, fragile, fleshy containers of God's love. Together, we hope the family felt God's sorrow. The hotel didn't charge them for their stay. The shuttle company that brought me back down to the airport also picked up the family privately and took them down to a hotel next to a hospital in Denver. They didn't charge them for the ride. Gracious human love is beautiful, even if seemingly trivial in the face of death. We have a simple hope that God will somehow redeem all things, even trees that take the life of a young 17-year-old. We have a simple hope that God promises that life and love will win in the end. Not a funeral for a 17-year-old, but an Easter morning empty tomb. We have a simple hope that all people are God's beloved children. You, me, Allison, her parents, her uncle, grandparents, neighbors, friends, all the people hanging on the chairlift that day. If nothing else, for today, remind yourself that God loves you. Remind yourself that win or lose, live or die, you are loved by God. There is nothing you can do to earn that love and there is nothing you can do to lose it. We have hope that God will redeem all things and bring new life even out of death. So when you feel yourself hanging in the balance at 12,000 feet of life, just know this. You are known, you are forgiven, and you are loved. Five months later, I received this email. 
Hello, Pastor Scott. I'm Heather Mitchum, the mother of Allison Mitchum. My middle daughter Google Allison's name a lot and reads articles about her snow skiing accident in Winter Park on our dream vacation. She is so easily upset because they always mention her lack of helmet when we learned during the autopsy that a helmet would not have saved our beautiful girl. Today, on the way to a doctor appointment, she told me about an article she found written by you about the worst day of our lives. She absolutely loved your article. I've now read it, and it warmed my sorrowful heart. I just wanted you to know that your words have touched and soothed our broken hearts. God has placed such beautiful people in our lives to help us cope without our angel. We were surrounded by angels on February 15th. We are comforted by continual prayer, and we are so often carried by God daily. While the missing of Allison is so fresh, the hope of heaven in a reunion with our girl helps us cope and face each day without our sunshine girl. Thank you so much for your kind words and beautiful prayers. They mean so much. Heather Mitchum. There was sunny, snow-soaked silence and steam coming from the breath of prayerful pastors. Together, as we gathered this past Wednesday, we articulated our own sense of vulnerability and God's promise that he will forget Allison not and forget each of us not forever. The next day, a retired neurosurgeon from Mayo Clinic who was there, his name was Dudley, who was there skiing with his pastor, was at the conference with us. He asked me why Allison's death was different from others And to be perfectly honest, the question caught me off guard. I had never really thought about it before, and I wasn't sure that I thought about Allison's death different than I thought about any other. But the next day, Dudley came and said to me, I think I figured it out. She died on your watch, so to speak, while you were here. And so all of you pastors immediately made her part of your family, part of God's family and love. I had to admit that was a better answer than the one that was rolling around in my mind. As followers of Jesus, our first instinct should always be love and healing, compassion and forgiveness. Who sinned, this man or his parents? Whose fault was it that she wasn't wearing a helmet? We don't start here with those questions. There's always time for accountability and responsibility later, but from now, we always ask first, how can we help? How can we love? How can we heal? Isn't this an opportunity to show forth the works of God's love? Why are you poor? Why are you blind? Why don't you get a job? Whose fault is it, yours or your parents? Or are you just lazy? We don't start there. We instead begin with, how can we help? How could we heal? How could we love? Because the truth is, no one is wearing a helmet. We are all intimately vulnerable. We're all hanging in the balance at 12,000 feet. For ourselves and for others, the very first thing that we need to feel experience and know deep down inside of us all the way down to our boots and toes is that we are known by God. We are forgiven by God.
and we are loved by God. Amen.